this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Dunzo. This is a podcast that explores hookups and breakups of famous lovers and friends, both real and fake, in all the discarded pop culture of yesteryear. I'm your host, Troy McKeady. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Okay, yeah, loud and clear. Oh my god! Oh my god! First of all, <laughs> hi, hi Troy, hi. How are you? Oh my gosh, what a day! What a fucking day! How are you feeling? I feel really great. You know that everything that happened today with Brittany. Obviously, this is about Brittany, but it just compounded with the personal news. So I am, I'm feeling pretty great. Oh yeah. Wait, should do you want to tell your personal news? Um, I can't because I haven't told um, uh, probably a, a current uh, stakeholder in my personal news oh. that I have personal news. <laughs> <laughs> a stakeholder in your personal news. That's like the great, you should be a politician. That was amazing. Yeah, I, I was trying to be as grim and cryptic as possible. Oh my God. I'm feeling really legal today. <laughs> Jesse Chambliss Esquire. <laughs> what are you? Yeah, Jesse, Jesse Chambliss LLC. um well i there's three people here right now so that's exciting already um wow first of all i'm gonna be a little bit rusty on stereo because it's been a while yeah same yeah and they've updated the app so there are things happening in places that they weren't before so just bear with (laughs) me um and this is also by the way to everybody listening this is a completely open discussion so like Absolutely. if people want to chime in, if you have comments, questions that I suppose one of us would maybe be able to answer, um, thoughts, just, I mean, if you just want to talk about how excited you are, this is like, we haven't had a win in a really long time for Britney fans. And this is like a really exciting day. It has been, it has been too long. I mean, this is, this is the second one in a row though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think uh, the, the first one was really just her getting a voice. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, two in a row just seems, it doesn't seem like we're living in reality. Right. Yeah. This is not what we're used to. Like we are used to like 
once we're down, we get knocked down more and more and more. I mean, it's been 13 years of just like no, you know, nothing really super positive to come out of this. And this is like, this is crazy. Yeah. I mean, and truly just, you know, a couple of years ago when that fateful call from the paralegal, um, you know, phoned in to Britney's Graham. I mean, people who knew about the conservatorship knew before that, mm-hmm. but that was like, that was the, the butterfly effect, if you will, right? The wings right. were flapped over in Japan and now we're finally feeling the, the typhoon or whatever it's supposed <laughs> to be. <laughs> the moth wings had an effect. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, so, okay. What are your, first of all, what yeah. are your, I guess, um, what was your immediate reaction to like what happened today? Um, well, for, I, I mean, I couldn't, I, I truly couldn't believe it. And I know that's, that's a cliche thing to say, but the fact that this, this man just kind of stormed into the court and he was like, I'm representing this woman. And she was like, yeah. And then they let it happen. Right. <laughs> because right. once again, nothing has been easy this whole time. It seemed, it seemed almost like a, a telenovela, if you will. Yeah. It's truly like the longest it's been, yeah, it's such like a, um, I'm trying to think of the word, not like triumphant. There's like a word for like, it's, uh, it's just been such like a, a tale. Like mm-hmm. this is a story that could fill up several books, not just one. Oh. Well, I mean, just imagine once things, you know, the, the dust kind of settles a little bit, you know, and, and she gets out of this because it seems like that's way more probable than it's, than it's been in a really long time. What, how are we even going to react in terms of the media? Because they're all, they're, you know, they're going to try and milk this for the general audience that's still kind of on the outskirts, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm very curious to see the, the ripple effect there as well. I know, not to speak too soon, not to like literally talk about her as if she's, but like, honestly, I've thought about this a lot. Like, what does this look like post, let's say that she does in fact become free which is like so crazy um what does that look like like i guess like my mind in my mind i'm like no britney wouldn't like stay in la like britney would leave la and like just go in a car and a white mercedes convertible obviously obviously Um, (laughs) she would just like take her car and like i would imagine go somewhere really rural and just like do whatever the fuck she wants to do. But, you know, I I think about this because I I had the same thoughts. I I was fully on the same page with you. But when I think about, like, if she wanted to go back to Louisiana, she probably, you know, it's it's tainted, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. You know, her whole family is the connection to, to Kentwood, and they have been the oppressors this whole time. And, you know, even more so the past couple of years. I would she even want to go back to that place you know or is she going to try and emulate that elsewhere that I don't know or is she just going to be like I'm going to Maui full time (laughs) see that's what I think she would do I think that knowing Britney she would go somewhere really beachy just like very beach and yeah I feel like (laughs) Kentwood may be a little it's like why go to like where your dad has hooch buried in the yard you know what I mean (laughs) why I mean, not at this point he hasn't buried a lot of places so i don't know what's <laughs> but oh the first order of business in this court hearing is to get the hooch out from my yard that we're ex- buried we're extracting the hooch okay <laughs> judge 
<laughs> I want these bags of jail hooch pulled out from my lawn. I will <laughs> not stand for it any longer. I am um, not for for you know domestic drilling. Um, no. But if we if we need to do it to get the hooch, I'm here. <laughs> I mean, I just I I don't know. I feel like I feel like Kent would maybe canceled with a K. Oh yes, yes. Right. I, I, I love some alliteration, so I'm here for it. <laughs> I just can't. I can't imagine that she. You know, especially in a place where everybody knows it's like her dad is like basically the mayor of Kent. Yeah. And everybody knows him. <laughs> you know. Yikes. God. Like, I don't want to pay my utility bill to him. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, not interested. God. But He's probably the, the other... water department, too, and, and everything else. I mean, I grew up in a town like that, so I know the deal. <laughs> oh, for sure. He pulls people over, even though he isn't a cop. <laughs> And says, get out of the car, boy. You know what I mean? Citizens arrest. Yeah, I'm yeah, <laughs> totally with you. But I do wonder, like, aside from where she'll go, I just wonder what, because the world's, I just wonder it, if this will, like, cycle. Like, because the world's interest in her right now is so heightened, more than it has been in, like, a decade. And I just, I fear, like, I worry for her. Like, do you know what I mean? Because people are yeah. going to be so obsessed with what she decides to do after this mm-hmm. that it makes me wonder, like, is it just going to be some sort of 2007 2.0? Yeah. And you know what? I, I think that's a really valid thing to consider. Um, but really, I think, obviously, she's so much older now. Mm-hmm. Even. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry about that. Um, even though Twitch. she's... Um, kind of you know trapped in a certain <laughs> period of time unfortunately not, not 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 of her own doing but because of everything i do think that she is way older way smarter mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know i feel like she's in a place where she can handle that freedom i feel like she always has been except for a very small period of time right mm-hmm. um and so i think she'll be fine i really i feel positive that she's she's going to have a a sort of great showing of life whether it's performing or not or whatever she chooses to do i think it's going to be awesome and i think she's going to own it do you think that britney do you think it's true that britney like wants to retire or do you think that she is like do you think that that's just something that they're like saying uh, you know, I think there's an element of truth, I, but I think really, and this was said, she said this in her uh, last testimony, she mentioned just taking a break, like she wanted to just have the freedom to take a break. And I think that mm-hmm. she's going to do things on her own terms now. You know, if she chooses to retire, like, good for her, I support her. Um, but if she does decide to, you know, jump back into the scene, I mean, imagine she's going to have her like, she's going to have any producer that she wants at her disposal. She's going to have any collaborators, any writers, because they're all going to want to work with her in her more, you know, free state, if you will, her freer state. But I, I mean, there's, there, there's so much good that could come out of that. And, you know, so many bops. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, and part of me, like, would love for her to be able to redeem her career on her own terms and like do a Taylor Swift re-record and like give me that acoustic EP I've been wanting for a really long time, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I think it's a toss up. 
I agree. I think it's a total toss-up. I do think, here's the thing, just, like, the thing that goes through my mind is, like, okay, Britney Spears has never known anything but this life, right? Yeah. And I think there's an element of, like, like you said, I think that she, of course, wants to take a fucking break after being forced to perform you know 70 to work 70 hours a week yeah is insane so of course there's like an element of like you just need some time to yourself but i agree with you i think that i don't know i just feel like she probably wants to just like be in control of her whatever she decides to do i said this in um one of the more recent episodes that i recorded where it's like there's a part of me that thinks that she just like will one day release the like Cheryl Crow Tuesday Night Music Club album that she always wanted to release. Listen, and you know what? That might not be everyone's cup of tea, but it is what I've been waiting for. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Like, I just want to see what Britney Spears does when she's like completely free to do whatever the fuck she wants. Uninhibited. That's what I was uninhibited. So sorry. I just could not remember the word I was looking for. Yes, please continue. But no, that's the part. Yeah, just completely uninhibited. And also, like you said, like mending. Because it's like, I've also been obsessively thinking about how weird it is for her to go to these events and go to these award shows and like go to these like red carpet moments where she's surrounded by people that she has worked with, that mm-hmm. she's known for 22 years, that she has done music with that she's performed with mm-hmm. you know that like she's dated or hooked up with and she can't even fucking speak to them just yeah. like how weird that is and oh and, and 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 the stuff about lance bass too the husband mm, that was posting yeah. on twitter like i want to know who who in her like former circle has really tried to reach out to, and probably genuinely could not get a hold of her because you couldn't trust the Instagram because you never know who was running it. And right. also the phone number changed all the time. That's been confirmed. Yeah, exactly. People, you know, reaching out to her and then all of a sudden they never are able to contact her again for over 10 years. Like, can you imagine? No. That is fucking insane. And uh, yeah. Sorry. No, 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 you go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and the fact that she's, She's so humble and sweet and down to earth that she makes friends with, you know, like stylists that she used to work with and she had to be cut off from them. And, you know, the people that she referenced in AA that she wasn't able to talk to. Like, I really want her to reconnect with some people who genuinely want to connect with her, you know, just because they formed a bond with her, not because of all this hype surrounding her. Totally. Yeah. Like a a natural bond just simply based on the fact that she was fucking Britney Spears. (laughs) you know what I mean was so powerful and had so such an uh, an imprint in the music industry and then to have it just it's weird because it's like musically obviously they've worked her like a slave and she hasn't gone anywhere but like at the same time she's been completely she's disappeared in a way yeah and you know what you know what I always think back to Troy and you're gonna laugh at me but you're also gonna understand um <laughs> do you remember those photos when she went to um Kate Hudson's house for that game night in like 2015 oh. and she was like she had that ponytail and they were like taking cute pictures and she got to just have a girl's night I think it was kind of an accident um I like I want more of that <laughs> right yeah oh my god yes totally like 
Yeah. I, oh my God. I <laughs> love that you even just brought that up. <laughs> I mean, you should not be surprised based on the fact that we talk every day about really random things like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you want to listen to this call? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Holy shit. Uh, all of the Cheryl Crow Tuesday Night Music Club. <laughs> are we going to get Britney Spears' Jagged Little Pill? Because that would <gasps> fucking slap so hard. Oh well, God. yeah, and you know what? We almost got it. We almost got it with Original Doll back in the day. Yeah, that was gonna be her jagged little pill because she was pissed. And how ironic! It's like that was so clearly not meant to be because <laughs> ironic. Like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> you love a play on words. It's my favorite <laughs> favorite thing about you. Uh, <laughs> but like, obviously, that was not meant to be. And it's like, who knew that? Like, the universe is saying, "No, girl." you'll have your jagged little pill just wait and you're gonna really mean it this time damn it oh oh my god like the the girl who has no problem saying fucking and fuck to a judge 40 times in a row like i'm ready for her jagged little pill i missed that i really missed that that was whenever she got past like pr britney and she was like pre-kevin federline when she started acting like that like that right it was, but that's when, you know, she eased into it. And then, you know, she was completely just like doing whatever the hell she wanted with K-Fed. But like right before that, ooh, that was such a good moment. It was bad. Obviously it was dark, but it was good. It was good though. Cause it was like a, a liberated woman. Yeah. You know Oof. what I mean? And like, that was like, it's, I've said this a bunch of times. I, even looking back at 2007, as dark as all of that was I look back and I think of it in a completely different way now, now that I'm older where I'm like no she was just like full Xena warrior princess like mm. just like an, an an angry pissed off vengeful woman like that's mm-hmm. she was it's, it was gone girl like, it was full gone girl <laughs> you you love that reference you sneak gone I, girl I, into everything I <laughs> I probably mentioned Gone Girl to you once per day. <laughs> no, but you are you're right. Oof. Um, it is. Yeah. And 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 just in one quick note, um, I know sure. we have another message, but I think too, we're not fully in a place where we can appreciate women past the age of like 30 um in media. Uh, we've still got a, we've still got a long way to go, but if anyone is going to you know usher us into that new era, I think it's current Britney. I really do. Oh my god, we're, I, I know that we're getting ahead of ourselves, but like <laughs> it just feels good to dream, you know. It does, and, and, but you know, I, we also have to be careful because we're being consumers who like want Britney to give us something, and, and I know. So you have to strike that balance, but also. Like, for someone whose art we've enjoyed for so long, to have it in a more meaningful way is, yeah, I'm sweating. Yeah, and it's more, to be honest with you, it's more about the fact that, like, as real fans, I feel like we just know that she deserves that more. So, like, she deserves that for herself more than for us, obviously. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And even if it was a thing where, like, we, you know, it wasn't as commercial, Right. If it was just like a passion thing that she did that wasn't so focused on like making a ton of money, I, you know, I'd so be into that. Oh my God. I can't even, I can't even wrap my head around what that would look like. And I'm <laughs> literally floating off the ground. Uh, let's listen to Maggie's call. Okay. 
I really want her to feel in her heart that she is able to retire. And I would love for her to get in touch with like an amazing designer and get some high quality merch out there. Her fans have disposable income at this point and we want to spend it on her. So just retire, have the amazing merch going. And when she's feeling creative and recharged and ready, if she wants to get back in the studio, that's just gravy. I'm yeah. willing to work my entire life to repay her fortune. <laughs> Truly. But I, but I also want her to like break the bank for all the people who have stolen from her over these years. Oh. Right. Like I want them to pay her back first before we worry about it. Right. I, yeah. I want the court to just like drain them, their accounts. And like, obviously none of them will ever be able to pay back what they really owe her, but it's like, just drain them. Like, well, I want, I want Lou and all of her business deals to crumble. Like first, that's first for me. Aside right. from, you know, like Jamie going to jail. Um, but like, could you imagine if Lou lost the Kardashians and every other like shady business deal that she has? Like, I would probably like need to change my shorts. I would be so excited. <laughs> I'm surprised. How the fuck are people still I, partnered I, with her? I don't know, but she's so, and like, it's not, it, it's so it's it, it just it's it's such a paradox too because if you think about the people who she's connected to but like her stances on things like mm-hmm. it's just it's it's just capitalism right because like you would never see the kardashians like outwardly you know be against lgbtq people because like hello that's probably half their income right right um and then you have lou taylor who's like donating money to like conversion therapy <laughs> like you know what i mean it's like right do y'all realize what's going on here or you do and you're just turning a blind eye because you're making money like i don't know yeah they're totally yeah kylie kylie cosmetics <laughs> we have questions kylie um, let's listen to uh lex okay maybe i'm just dreaming big here but i'm thinking like i feel like britney would make double the money if she followed a passion project think of how many of us spent money to go see crossroads Ugh. <laughs> oh girl i just replaced my dvd so we're still we're, we're we're still spending money on crossroads replace your dvd i first of all ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> she was scratched it's been you know i've had her for a long time um no but you know what that's such a good point too because i feel like well one if she painted something i would buy it <laughs> for sure are you kidding um hello uh even if it was like a mass-produced thing like i want her to just like get a line of like home decor with coals or whatever like and i will i will support it like i don't care whatever she wants to do if she wants to you know make doilies britney doilies like i'm here for it it I'll would be interesting just have britney doilies <laughs> and they're just like in the shape of sunflowers is that would be the brand um <laughs> It would be interesting to see a what her like unapologetic passion project would be just like raw, and also just the thought of her calling like all of her old like calling like Bloodshy and Avant, and Uh, no, I can't talk about it. You know what I mean? Like just (laughs) making whatever. Like who knows what it could be? Um, Oh, it's overwhelming. Should we talk about like what actually happened in court today? I mean, I guess we can stop dreaming. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> can we stop doing Britney porn on stereo <laughs> and talk about the factuals or whatever? 
Uh, oh wait, do we have one more audio message for dreamers? Um, yes. Let's probably do that. <laughs> oh my god, it's from Britney Spears custom dolls. Oh my god, wait, wait, wait. okay, let's. Play oh this. wow. I literally think Britney Spears should open her own dance studio because yes. I think she would live for that. I think that would be the happiest thing she could do. All her passions would be involved in it. She loves kids. Literally, she's Britney's dance studio. Wow, that's mm-hmm. the thing. That is and you know what? Thing. You better catch me down at the orphanage adopting a small child that I can put in that dance studio so I have a chance to meet her. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> you, like, never even learn the child's name, but just the dance studio every day. I just day. borrow my, my niece and nephew from my sister or, like, dress my dog up as a child. I'm like, look, <laughs> we're ready to dance. <laughs> sir, that's a dog. <laughs> and your dog's wearing a Megan's Music costume. You have to leave, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like that is the thing. We've I think every Britney fan has always known that one day Britney would teach kids like full time, right? And I would like just cry. Oh god. That is what she'll do. She'll she'll open a dance studio for sure. I mean that's fine with me. I'll take it. I'll take anything. I have, of course are you kidding? I would love that. And that would be so meta because she's like <laughs> taught kids so many times in life and also it just reminds me of my favorite Herb Ritz, Britney Spears photo shoot from the year 2001 where she's like literally in a dance studio teaching like little boys ballet mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> what are the, um, the little kids that Ellen has had on a million times, Sophie and one of the little British girls, mm-hmm. remember when she taught them like the um work bitch like part of the choreography <laughs> and they were in those like little princess dresses i watched that yeah. um approximately one day ago um <laughs> everything's fine <laughs> i love that because that's like that clip is so cute because it's like britney obviously needs to have a little girl i think everybody has always known that britney deserves her baby girl mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and that was like oh this is what britney would be like if she was a mom to like little girls mm um okay let's let's talk about let's like talk about core today oh my gosh okay should we just talk about like a few of the things that she said yeah so explosive yeah um well first of all i i wanted to before we get into some of the things that you know she said she she actually spoke herself um, do you see she had asked to speak privately in a sealed hearing first, but then mm-hmm. agreed to speak in an open court hearing? I mean, I just want to know your thoughts on that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm, I've been very clear about the fact that I don't know anything about court. Like, I'm so terrible at court shit. So I'm, like, learning court things as this goes on. And I don't know, like, what the benefit of that would have been or, like, why she would have been advised to do it. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I don't think I have a great answer, Troy. And that's not usually my, my MO, but also it was very, that part was a little confusing to me. I don't know if maybe she intended to say some other damning things that she didn't necessarily like want right. blasted. Um, I don't know what that could even be at this point. Um, but, you know, I just, just wanted to mention that out, out, uh, out into the open, but yeah, back to, to what she said, you know, what was what was one of the first things that struck you? It, we can go chronologically or whatever. Well, 
Um, I mean, it's it's wild that she, like anything that she says about her dad can still be considered shocking. But like, I think most people have wondered how that whole thing was able to happen, where he shook her son, and you know they like filed the restraining <sighs> order or whatever, and like. I'm sure she thought, like, well, this will be, you know, because I remember at that moment, we all thought, like, well, this is obviously, you know, if he's, like, done something to her kid, then obviously, like, this will progress the conservatorship ending. And it didn't. And it was really, you know, it's like, to think that she's been living with that anger that this guy, this abusive drunk, who controls her life and controls her money, like, fucked with her kid. And it's probably not the first time that he's done something like that. And yeah. nobody even cared enough in the court system to do anything about it. Yeah. And, you know, with with Jamie's history of abuse, you know, you, you wonder how many things that Brittany, you know, didn't think were a big deal necessarily, maybe when she was younger, um, that he did, you know, probably more verbal than anything. But But still, it just, it makes me sad to think about like uh, just you know this perpetuating cycle of verbal abuse that she's been in since she was a child right 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 and the fact that like it's been this sort of slow burn where like we have Mm -hmm. always known since she was really young that like the thing you know her relationship with her dad was kind of strained and that it was really weird and it's like looking back I can't believe that we ever, I mean, she told us herself, like, this man wants, literally wants something to do with me unless it has something to do with, like, my career or, like, financials or money. Like, he was never present in her life. And it's just wild to think, like, like, I'm, okay, I'm estranged from my dad. Like, I don't talk to my father. So, Mm -hmm. like, the thought of, you know, you know, me having, like, a bad year or whatever, and then all of a sudden my dad who I don't speak to just controls like when I eat and if I can Uh have soda and who I speak to and changes my phone like it's it's wild yeah and and really here too I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Lynn a lot because I think coming from the south and understanding that sort of uh, Christian Southern culture overlay. Mm-hmm. Of, even though they were divorced, Lynn was still kind of like submitting to Jamie's demands and will mm-hmm. and how Brittany was probably taught to be that exact same way. And if you think about Brittany, when she was younger, it was always, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, very Southern. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're really caught in these gender roles and all this kind of stuff. And I'm sure that not not only was she pissed about her dad being involved in everything, she probably felt still that he had some sort of like, <laughs> you know, head of household role in her life in the beginning. I'm sure mm-hmm. that she had a lot of conflicting feelings, which just makes me feel even grosser about it. Oh, for sure. I feel like that can be summed up by the fact that she calls him daddy in court. Yep. Still calls him daddy. Mm -hmm. Like that. Yeah. I mean, that literally confirms everything you just said. It's like, yeah, she's in court calling this man daddy. So it tells you just like how deep the the layers of trauma really go. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And oh, wait, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Troy. Um, I was also going to say aside, obviously, the stuff of her bringing up like her son was Mm -hmm. wild. But 
I can't believe when I when I read that she cried in court. I just fucking lost it, and she, according to what we've read, because obviously we haven't like heard this firsthand, but mm-hmm. she cried because she brought up the fact that her family went on the vacation that she was supposed to go on herself mm-hmm. to her vacation home in Destin. Yeah, when she was sent away, and mm-hmm. they knew that she was basically being tortured. And they went on her trip to her home. Like, and, what's con- and what's even co- more confusing to me is, like, Lynn and Jamie are divorced. And they don't right. have that sort of, like, we didn't work out in our marriage and we're friends, you know, type of relationship, which happens because relationships are complicated and there's nuance. Mm-hmm. They're people who divorced because he was an abusive alcoholic. Like, <laughs> it wasn't good. And right. they're all going on vacation together. Ugh, it's I psychotic. It's it's really gross, and you know, Lynn's all trying to like play good mom right now. And I'm like, why didn't you do that years ago? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Lynn of it all is also the Lynn of wild. it all. It really is, and she hasn't specifically called out her mom. She she either calls out her dad specifically or her entire family. Um, and you know, I've said this before. I want to hear her speak directly about Jamie Lynn and Lynn. Mm-hmm. I would love that. I would love to hear. Like, I also that's another thing that I obsessively think about is like. Obviously, we know now that Brittany is, like, very eager to talk. She's very eager to speak. (laughs) Yeah. Like, she wants to fucking let have. She is ready to expose these people. (laughs) Like, she's angry, and she's so much to say. And all we've heard from people on the inside is that we could never actually fathom how bad it really is. And that, like, what she has said is, like, nothing, really. It's, like, not even scratching the surface. So... Yeah. A, I can't imagine what that will look like for her to just like spill her her feelings in front of the fucking world, but also it's like it's just not what I was expecting at the be- when mm-hmm. this all started when the the court stuff started and right before she spoke, I didn't think that Brittany was going to be so eager to like let have because we've seen that side <laughs> of her in ten years. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been a long time to see that little fiery southern girl. Um, yeah. And and speaking of like letting loose and anger and everything, can we just like shit on Vivian for a moment? Please. That toad nasty slime bitch. Oh my gosh. I don't call women that word. Um but <laughs> I've dehumanized her. 
Um, and she, like that is, is that woman is pure evil. Like she's just as bad as Jamie. She's just as bad as everybody else who's been doing this to Brit. And it makes me absolutely sick. Like I get it. Do process your lawyer. You are neutral and you're just trying to defend your person, whatever. Mm-hmm. But also like, do you sleep at night? Like, are you okay? Can you do that? It, like, I just want to know what you thought about what Vivian said. I mean, listen, when Brittany said that, that she was convinced that they wanted her dead, like, I was so happy that she actually said that because mm-hmm. it, that is an element of celebrity. That, like, celebrities are worth more dead than alive. Yeah. And especially We've, if it's somebody... Uh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, well, we, well we, and we have great evidence of that with Aaliyah and mm-hmm. with MJ. Uh, I mean, Kurt Cobain, like... Anytime their estate is immediately Elvis, anytime their estate is immediately taken over by some weird people that probably aren't the family because they were locked in some weird contract. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they make bukus off of merchandising deals. And like we've all like kind of in the in the shadows been talking about that and nervous about that with Brit. Yeah, we've all been nervous that like you know she's gonna die in quotes and then they're going to you know put out some statement that she like OD'd or something or like some cliche thing like we've Mm -hmm. all sort of had that fear so it was really again it's like she's just like she's Annie Oakley right now and just doesn't give a fuck what she says yeah like to hear her confirm that like like she too thought they're gonna try and fucking kill me and you know and then just make money off my likeness until I until the end of time like yeah. that was a really crazy but i believe her like the yeah. way that she's been treated there's no there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that these people have contemplated had meetings about spoken about like expiring her like when yeah. do we just do it uh-huh and you know it's funny too because it's in contrast to you know like what happened with michael jackson and some of the others um you know obviously certain celebrities that have died just it was a freak accident and you know the the shady stuff happened with their estate but then others mm-hmm. like michael jackson it was happening before they died you know mm-hmm. and but with michael jackson it was like he was shrouded in controversy of course already and so he was uh you know not credible in the public eye and then right you know they were kind of doing stuff behind closed doors it was almost like and you know same with whitney houston a lot of stuff that happened with whitney didn't come out until later but we've been seeing this happen in plain sight with Britney for over a decade, which is just wild that they, that these people were able to get away with this whenever it used to be so closed door, it's all gross and it's all horrific, but it was just happening in public. We were just watching it. Watching it slowly. And like, Mm -hmm. I mean, one day when we're able to process everything that's happening at rapid speed right now, (laughs) It'll be really interesting to examine the fact that she is the first celebrity in celebrity history to have her fans like take control of her narrative for her and literally step in and say, we know better, like, let us handle this for her. And she let us. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. I know. I know. And if you think about, like, if we didn't have social media, Mm. none of this would have happened. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I also wanted to mention something about like what Rosengart said. He was basically saying that like um, he, he threw Vivian's words back at her and he was like, you know, you say that Jamie loves his daughter, but if he really did, why is he putting her through all of these, you know, all of this court and distress um, instead mm. of just stepping away? If he really loved her, he would just resign because that's exactly what she wants. And like, do you really want to drag like you you really are that? much of an old stubborn drunk like you really want to drag this out longer Mm -hmm. like you are you will no, you will never be able to exist in society again ever well you know that like the whole team con is is really grasping at straws right because they're requesting all these exorbitant legal fees and fees for other things and security Mm -hmm. um because they know they're we're, we're kind of at the end um i really feel like that's why they're they're doing some of these crazy requests right now um and it's so public because they're they're getting scared i mean people are dropping like flies and i mean the the writing's on the wall they know it yeah they're free they must be freaking the fuck out i can't even imagine the conversations that are happening can you imagine what jamie spears is saying to people right now Oh, well, I'm sure, I'm sure he's at the local diner having <laughs> coffee with, you know, the people that he knows for his whole life in his hometown. And he's saying, you know, they're painting me to be this whatever type of person. And all I wanted to do was just love my daughter. And that's all I've ever done. And I've just looked out for her. I took care of her. I did this for her career, blah, 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 blah. You know that they're having coffee at like 730 at that diner. And Jamie is pouring a little bit of something extra in his coffee um, (laughs) when no one's looking. And he's having these types of conversations with anyone who will listen because, and I say that because I know that person I grew like I'm, I am from, if you don't know people listening, because you probably don't, because you don't know who I am. I'm from rural Arkansas. I know, I know Jamie Spears. Like I know that person. He never processed his trauma because he is a Southern man who's in his sixties and he grew up in a different time and you weren't allowed to do that. Um, mm-hmm. You weren't allowed to like have feelings. He had a terrible relationship with his dad. He experienced a lot of traumatic events. He turned to substance abuse, which is tragic. And you know, it's sad. It's not like I'm trying to make fun of him. It's sad. Um, right. And he is perpetuating these cycles of abuse of, um, you know, the inability to process our feelings and just like actually do work on ourselves as humans um, because all of that, once again, is still kind of like tied up in culture and misogyny because working out your feelings is considered feminine and that's bad. <laughs> if you just want everything <laughs> in a nutshell. <laughs> They're painting not to be a monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the one that cooks his baby's grits, put sprinkle cheese in it, just how she likes. <laughs> Can't believe that he, oh gosh, anyway. <laughs> Listen, Jamie deserves one pot of grit of hot grits with sprinkle cheese to the face. That's that's what I would sentence him no, with. No, I'm going anal cavity. <laughs> hot hot <laughs> sprinkle cheese grits up the ass. Up the anus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right up that bee hole. Be a, a monster. <laughs> right up that bee hole. <laughs> um so sorry wait, I so said I, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bee hole threw me off a little bit, to be honest. Yeah, I know. I am interested in your you you have you have slightly controversial thoughts about Jamie Lynn, correct? Um, not slightly controversial. I would say that I 
I think in my heart of hearts, I was wanting someone to be like good and normal. And so mm-hmm. I um, delusioned myself into thinking that maybe <laughs> they were okay on some level. And here's why. And there's only really one instance. <laughs> okay. Do you remember when um, Radio Disney gave her that award and they had that tribute show and Britney's eyes lit up whenever she saw Jamie Lynn on the stage performing? Um, Jesse, I'm hanging out. I, the, the mention of Radio Disney, I'm hanging out. <laughs> well, I know. I'm canceling myself. <laughs> I was like, maybe there's some nuance to their relationship. And that was really it. And also, um, Brittany doesn't, like, has not posted, like, normal things on her Instagram in a really long time. But in Christmas of um, 2019, going into 2020, I believe, uh, she was with Jamie, Jamie Lynn. And they were hanging out because Jamie Lynn posted, like, a random story. And you could, like, they were just, like, dancing or something like that. And Brittany never posted anything about it. Um, but Jamie Lynn did. And so I know that they were in contact as late as that Christmas period and so you know there have been some like sprinklings of clues and that's really it it's not because Jamie Lynn has done anything right or reacted in any normal way and has killed cats obviously um but the fact that there's evidence of them like having still been in contact as early as you know like a year or so ago um just made me at least second guess things you were hopeful yeah, because we know that she's not talking to her dad. Listen, this is how I feel about Jamie Lynn, and this will never change. I well, no, that's think... fine. You... Yeah, she's awful. <laughs> no, like, I was... She is awful, but I also think that one day, like, we will get to a point where we work through Jamie's trauma, because, like, Jamie Lynn has trauma, and, like, we know that, like, Jamie Lynn worked for Dan Schneider for years, and then mm-hmm. the whole thing is just like so fucking dark. Yeah. Like Jamie Lynn has shit that she also needs to work through. It's mm-hmm. it's like you said with her dad. Like it's more sad than anything. Um, I think with Jamie Lynn, the thing that makes it harder for people to sympathize is like she's so, she's just so Jamie Lynn about it. Like she's so like <laughs> neck, she's so like neck windy about it, and it's like girl. Like, first of all, who are you winding your neck at on Instagram Live? Like, let's, what are you doing? And also, like, you are still, like, technically, like, working. Like, where's your media training? Like, where's your publicist? Aren't you a country star? (laughs) Yeah, and, like, on that random Netflix show, like, can you, can can you do better instead of, like, putting that random filter on your Instagram and, uh, you know, going on your stories and being like, I don't care if my sister goes to Mars and has a million babies. Like, what? (laughs) Or dominates the world like she has so many times in, in like life. She has so many times before. <laughs> so I <weird. laughs> listen. Uh, fucking Jamie. And also, I just feel like when it comes to that family in general, like, I, I think that they stopped viewing Britney as a human person a really mm-hmm. long time ago. Yeah. And for us, it's like unimaginable and it's like it's hard to wrap your mind around treating somebody that you care about or once cared about as cruel as they treated her. But like, I think it goes without saying, like you can't treat somebody like that and still view them as like human. Like they have obviously completely dehumanized her. They have no real true emotional attachment to her, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I fully agree. It's like whenever, you know, you dehumanize a, a certain group of people, And so Mm. you don't actually like have to 
view them as a human with a soul and, you know, like a whole life and wants and needs and desires. Um, right. You know, she was, she was literally a cash cow. Yeah. Especially her dad. Like mm-hmm. I would say, I mean, it's probably been even before Brittany was famous that he stopped really viewing her as like a priority, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and back to the money of it all. Mm. Uh, you know, I don't think what I have is, in terms of closure from what everything everything that happened today, I don't think I have full closure about um, where we are with all of the random, um, like, fees and money and everything that's been requested. Um, mm. Not only for, like, Jamie and the media company, that, like, 500 grand or whatever, and then, um, or even more, whatever. It was, like, way more than that. It was a ridiculous amount um, for, like, PR stuff or whatever bullcrap that he came up with. And then right. also the... Um, Jody's security. I know that like Rosengard's gonna confer with Brittany to see if that you know if that seems reasonable. But where did we land on all of those random fees? Like, do you have any insight into that? Um. Well, I, yeah, I, I think that that's as far as we know. That like he was just like we immediately addressed it, but was like, this needs to be looked into. This is fucking ridiculous. And also, this is not a concern. Like, stop trying to like stop trying to blow dust in people's eyes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, at this point, I know it's worked. And I would imagine for them, they're probably like, wait a minute, for 13 years, we've been able to very sloppily uh, convince people that everything's fine. And for whatever reason, it's not working now. I'm sure that's very confusing for them because it's it has worked for a really long time. And the hilarious thing is, like, they're not, these people are so sloppy and so half-assed. Like, Jamie Spears is not fucking Chris Jenner. You know and, what I mean? Like, he's not uh, Joe Simpson. He's an old drunk. And it just proves that you can be a white, mediocre man and make so many things happen in the U.S. Yes. Even in our justice system, when you are <laughs> dumb as a knob, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it makes me just, you know, I already had lost faith in our justice system because of everything that happened, but... <laughs> for Jamie Spears to be able to work it in his favor. I know that he had smart people around him though. And that's definitely like why I got so far. For sure. Yeah. He's got really smart people around him that just kind of like direct him on who to, you know, attack. Yeah. You know what They're, I mean? Like, like, how, like the fact that Lou Taylor just sw- like swooped in at some point randomly and was like, Oh, this seems like it's something I could exploit. I've done this before. And these people, it was like, they just found him. It was like some weird way that fate brought them all together to be able to help Jamie. And if he didn't have those people involved in everything, I know that it wouldn't have gotten to the point that it did. Um, He would have, he would have been able to do some stuff, you know, but uh, it just makes me wish that like a couple of the pieces hadn't fallen into place. Like, so perfectly for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a really interesting... Um, uh, Brittany the Stan on Twitter has this mm-hmm. really, really interesting thread about the similarities, the really disturbing similarities between um, Brittany's conservatorship and uh, and Michael Jackson's estate. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. there are many of the same people involved, the same, like, players and, and, and companies and teams and um it was also confirmed that like michael reached out to her and was like you need to retire young like don't 
end up like me literally like the week before he died basically uh like don't end up like me don't like don't allow them to like trap you basically you know and uh, talk about sad just i know uh, and and you know we don't know how she responded to that right right yeah yeah um, we um, have an audio message if you want to listen to oh, that. Oh, we do? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> hey, guys. What's up? Yeah, you know what? Jamie, um, Britney Spears, excuse me. Britney Spears' attorney was getting paid under the table by her dad. How is he representing her all these years and she didn't know she could submit to cancel, you know, or fight the conservative ship and he kept her in the dark? There's something major fishy about that. First of all, bitch from Brooklyn, you're iconic. Just simply based on your voice and, and name. like You're living you're, up to the name. You are living yeah, up like, to the name. Let's just start with the praise that you Brooklyn. deserve. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, I don't remember who it was, and I'm sorry to this person. Somebody messaged me the other day. <laughs> Somebody messaged me <laughs> the other day, and they were talking about like they they had like court stuff going on with like a divorce, uh-huh. and they were talking about how they found out that their um their ex husband was like paying their the judge to just like do whatever, <sighs> um and that was just like in a divorce case between two yeah. normal people. <laughs> this these these people that work in this courthouse are like just fucking pay. they're all getting paid they're yeah, all yeah. being paid like that's the whole thing and that to me is why um it's why it adds this extra layer of like complicated to this because all the players in, like jamie can't i don't even think jamie could just like step down because now he's made himself responsible for 13 years for a lot of people's income mm-hmm you know what I mean? Like he pays people, so many people with this conservatorship. And I think it that adds like a whole layer to this. Yeah, I'm sure he feels like he has a knife to the throat at times too, because of some of the powerhouses that he's been canoodling with over the years that he now has money ties to, right? Right. Um and yeah, you're totally right. And you know, if you think about it too, um, just because they're in the state of California and you have so many high profile people that live in you know, in, in like LA County and, and like, that's exactly where you're going to see so much corruption because there's so much more at stake. Like, how do you have ethical people working in that space when there's so many high profile people who have to go through your court system? Like, right. Obviously it's going to be just full of corruption. Right. And like the amount of money, I mean, just the amount of money that we're talking about, like, you know, a true, like, estate, $600 million, like, 13 years of, of millions of dollars just being pumped into the court system, and, you know, having Jamie not really have to answer to anybody with how he spends his money or who he gives it to, mm. I cannot even imagine how much money these people have made, like, the judges and the people behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we have another we have another audio message too. Okay. I worked for attorneys in New York for a number of years and they're fucking shit bags. They really are. <laughs> they do backdoor deals. 
I used to see this shit go on in front of me. I would be flabbergasted all the time. I'm like, wow, what a douchebag. And little did they know their clients what was going on. Ex-husbands going to their wives' attorneys. So, yeah. Um, In addition to that, I was reading in the Times that Britney Spears only has facts, 30% custody of her two sons. Mm -hmm. Like, that's fucking bizarre. They're 14 and 15 years old. She's never going to harm her fucking kids. This is horrific, yeah. I got on my free Britney t-shirt, guys, and I'm just listening in. I, mean, I want you to spot on me. <laughs> I need you to... I, I'm following you immediately, and I need spotled. I'm not kidding. Um, Put me in that free Britney bosom right now. <laughs> like, literally spot on me up tight and make sure my arms are down and, like, hold me. I'm not kidding. Um, no, like, here's the thing. Oh, shit. (laughs) The custody of it all, like, we're not talking about Kevin enough. We are absolutely not talking about Kevin enough. And Kevin, Kevin, oh, man. You know, Kevin was not an active player in this, but he stood on the side because he was like, oh, okay, I'm going to keep getting my, my alimony and child support or whatever. And fine by me. Like... What, like, what the fuck? Kevin has been watching as if we, as if we couldn't hate this man enough, right? Like, as if we already didn't have such a, an intense disdain for Kevin Federline, we find out that he has been watching this woman be tortured silently for over a decade. He's been watching and like super chill about it. And it's funny, too, because, you know, I don't know what kind of relationship Jamie or KFED ever had or have, to be honest with you. Um, But the moment that Jamie did something out of line and touched Britney's son, KFED was on that custody shit, too. Mm, Right. mm -hmm. And that just makes it that gives another layer of, of, of it being sick. And. You know, and you know, I talked to you, what I said before, like, I know Jamie Spears, like, I've met that man, not him, literally, but I've met that man before, you know, I know exactly what this type of person is. We've all met a K-Fed, too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We've all met a K-Fed. And so, you know, to see a K-Fed be able to profit so much off of this and capitalize on the situation just makes you even, like, even angrier, too, because you think about that K-Fed in your life who's done that to someone else. Do you think, I mean, I know Kevin's lawyer released a statement after Britney gave her speech <laughs> mm-hmm. saying, like, like, Kevin is completely uninterested in, in, in um, giving any more custody to Britney. And Kevin believes that this should, you know, these claims that she was on lithium, like, we want to know what the reason was that they gave her lithium. Because obviously doctors don't just give people lithium for no reason. So there must have been some reason. And before we can talk about custody, we have to address... Why did they drug? Why did they feel the need to drug her? Like, you can see the angle that he's trying to play, and mm-hmm. it's like, dude, like you have gotten so lucky. You being in that club that night like changed your whole gig, and now it's like it's not it's it's not going to work anymore. Yeah. Meanwhile, I go to the club all the time, and I don't meet a pop star who's going to pay for my whole life afterwards. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. I don't get asked to go to Europe <laughs> uh, and then get a UPN show out of it. I would still take a UPN show out of it, even though the UPN doesn't exist. I still, 
anyway um don't even get me started on chaotic don't you know you know i have my feelings i can't watch it um, i know i'm gonna get you to one day uh, i've seen it but i can't watch it again like i could never revisit um but no you're you're totally right um and you know it makes me think about like who else who's, that's kind of adjacent to the situation you know do we need to like take down like we have the people who are obviously like directly involved in the conservatorship but you know we we have the k-feds who else has profited off of this where do you stand on wait oh wait we have another message okay yeah that's right guys the minute (laughs) they take those two boys away from kevin he's gonna be cut off the child support and i was reading it's like a ridiculous figure i think it was like 60k a month for the two kids so he's kept them in custody and he played a big role in mind fuckery too. Everyone close to her destroyed her. I don't blame her for having a fucking meltdown years ago. And then the paparazzi that, you know, sprinkles into that shit too. I felt bad for her, man. This poor girl. We gotta free her. Let's put on our mask and like go kidnap her right now, guys. <laughs> Come on, free Britney. <laughs> Listen, my mask is already on. My mask is like, I'm pulling it down right now. Let's go. Yeah, I've got my free Britney Speedo on. I'm ready to go swim some laps (laughs) and then. (laughs) Um, Actually, something that I want, that brings up a point that I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. That was the weirdest transition. Uh, I'm ready. (laughs) So, Britney's past, right? Like, Mm, mm, mm mm-hmm. Even when you and I were planning on doing this tonight, I was, like, trying mm-hmm. to pull up articles and stuff to just have them ready. And literally, I kid you not, as somebody who is consumed by this and, like, has <laughs> to do it as a job, a second, a second gig, uh, it is damn near impossible to pull up a Britney Spears article and not have the top of it and the bottom of it be a whole synopsis of her trials and tribulations from 13 years ago. They love to retell the story of her in the bathroom. And they love to retell the story of like, you know, the paparazzi taking upskirt photos and stuff. It's like, why? Like, I can't wait to get to a point where she doesn't have to fucking live in her trauma anymore. And I have theories about that. My my theory, and then I will let you talk <laughs> I've no go for it pent up about this for a while um i think that britney spears is forced to live in her trauma because she's never been allowed to address 2007 and that year will always be tied to her obviously but like the our obsession with 2007 especially the media's obsession with it mm-hmm. is like it, it's gotta it like has to come to an end like it was a really fucking long time ago and I can't wait for the day that she gets to talk about all that stuff and like what she was going through. We've heard her talk about it one time in 13 years when she did for the record, mm-hmm. but like, I'm, I can't even imagine how ready she is to move past that. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, ugh, gosh, there's so much more to say about Britney Spears than just all of her trauma too. Oh right. God. Like, why aren't we talking about this wonderful thing she did in Vegas for the children's hospital that was dissolved by Lou Taylor? You know what I mean? Like, right. There's so many other things to talk about. Like we get it. She, she had a hard time. Like who the fuck hasn't. Um, 
and there like there are so many other interesting things to, to discuss like the fact that she was rumored to be dating um chris angel or howie day like that's fun let's talk <laughs> right. about that <laughs> right oh my god yes there's so many if we are going to talk about 2007 there are so many unearthed hot takes like so many hot takes that deserve more attention like so many interesting people and in, uh, during that time and like just interesting moments and we only talk about the same shit all the time yeah and i don't know so it's just it's like it's really grating more now because it's like when you're trying to read about what happened maybe like in court or whatever you have to skim through you know two full pages on the new York post about her custody trial in 2007 or like whatever like it's just annoying it's exhausting you know what i want to hear i want to yeah. hear I want to hear her thoughts on the verse in Perfect Lover that says, pull up to my bumper, need a pump, not a chump. Fill me up, I'm running low. That's what I want to hear about. Because that is one of my favorite, that is one of my favorite Britney verses. We've talked about this before, but that's one of my favorite Britney verses, like, ever. It's one of the most clever, sexually clever written lyrics I've ever heard in my life. Like, can we talk about that? Can we talk about, like, I want to know her thoughts because she's never really able to to like truly freely speak about like her music and like her like certain choices with her career. Like I want to know like I want to know the songs she hates. I want to know if she actually hates sometimes. I want to know right. I want to know what choreography is like super annoying to her. I want to know um like moments that she or like songs that she doesn't ever get to perform that she really wants to. Like I want to hear her talk about the alien thing that happened with the residency. Um I want to hear, I want to hear other things that aren't about her, like, having a breakdown. I want to hear, I want to hear some, like, fun, low-stakes, juicy gossip. What song do you think Britney hates performing the most? (sighs) Oh, wow. That's really hard. I know that she, like, actually likes Toxic. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She's mentioned that. And I know that, I know that she, like, does, like, Oops and Baby. Um... Can, oh my gosh did you just get a weird alert from stereo <laughs> yeah can you hear okay. me still yeah i can hear you um okay, it was like stereo will be right back and i was like no no the hell you won't no it won't um, i don't i don't know okay tell me your theory what do you think well i think the answer is work bitch oh yeah that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> i mean because she's not singing it and it's like can you imagine what it feels like to a perform a song that isn't your voice yeah and b like to me work bitch I, you and i have talked about this before but like that song embodies everything bad like i hate <laughs> that song i've never listened to it on my own ever um maybe like the first couple times it came out do you know that um it's one of my alarms because it terrifies me like it wakes me up immediately <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a good alarm yeah. Um, okay, we have an audio message, too. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, I definitely think she hates performing Slave for You. So. <laughs> that hurts. Yeah. I, and, like, yeah. and I thought, I've thought of that, but it hurts me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes, for sure. She definitely, definitely probably has a problem at this point with slave for you for sure i mean 
it's so funny though too because the moment she breaks out that original choreo regardless of what she's done the rest of the song like people are plucking out their eyeballs and like throwing them on the stage (laughs) (laughs) i told you of like maybe like a month ago um i was like drunk i was drinking with my friend (laughs) and (laughs) we were doing like britney choreo choreo things but like and i just told you earlier that i do have like a real pageant mom side of me yeah i'm scared yeah keep going where like things like that start <laughs> off like fun, but then they very quickly become not fun and like scary. Yeah. <laughs> and like she was like being too lax about the, the like choreography, like like making fun of it, and it literally. Did you like, kick her in the shins? <laughs> did you kick her in the shins? You probably did. I pushed her down to the ground and said, "You can't." Every time she tried to get up, I pushed her back down and said, "Not until you apologize." And then and then you all got really heated and angry, and you stormed off, and you texted bitch from Brooklyn, and you were like, "Swaddle me." I need yeah. this right now. <laughs> yeah. I said, I need a good swaddle from... I need a good swaddle. <laughs> I'm baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what song do you think, like, aside from Alien, what song, like, uh, maybe an album track, do you think that she really likes and she would want to perform? Oh, Please she... say that she doesn't get to perform. Please say um, My Baby from Circle. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is My Baby. <laughs> Could you imagine if they if she came on only per- actually at this point like maybe I'll take it actually yeah. right now like that might be the answer to be honest honestly with you. give me the Thunderpuss remix um of my <laughs> baby <laughs> I can that is so inappropriate we have to edit that out we have to find a way to context to it no that's a no that's a real remix you know you know what i'm talking about no i know we just it feels inappropriate to make fun of my baby or anything in the current state you're right you're right we i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry. no i think a song that she (laughs) never gets to perform that she probably wants to real bad i would imagine it would have to be something from probably blackout i would say maybe like a weird blackout track like she never gets to per- she she did say at one time during a two minute ryan seacrest interview where she later <laughs> left to shower um uh she did say that uh heaven on earth was her favorite song from blackout and she's Ooh. never been able to perform that that Ooh. would be fucking incredible to see her perform heaven on earth yeah i wonder if she wants to perform mannequin I mean, I know she did it on the circus tour a little bit, but um, because she co-wrote that one and mm. it's literally one of my favorite, like it's made such a resurgence for me. Whew. Yeah. It's I'm sweating. For sh- <laughs> I know me too. Once you start, once you start talking about Britney music, things, things between us get real. <laughs> now it's we're talking just, like a mile a minute. Yeah. And, and we're just like looking at each other from across the room and there's like a glass wall between us and we're just like pressed up against it and sweating. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. <laughs> Fully talking like Madonna and Britney on the on the opposite ends of the wall. <laughs> You're contorting uh, your body into a pretzel. I was gonna say I'll be Madonna. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, wow. I don't know, do you have anything else that you want to add? We've been on for an hour. Yeah, and people are still here. So, like, kudos to you. I know. Um, Thank you guys for listening. I just wanted to know, like, does anybody else have any final thoughts? Any questions they don't feel like were answered today? Um, yeah. Or, or uh, something that was just like really stand out that we haven't talked about. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything stand out that I feel like I need to say. Still, I'm sure the minute we hang up, I'll have like 
this really profound thought. Yeah, 46 things that you're going to send to me or an audio message because Troy and I like to send audio messages to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, except the problem though is that like neither of us like to be the last person to respond and then send (laughs) another another text. Like with this weird thing now. It's because Troy doesn't text people back, but like it's fine. That's not true. See, let's not even do that on stereo. We're going to, I mean, we can do this while we're waiting. Uh, It's fine. I can tell everybody listening right now that Jesse is one of those people that accuses other people of not being a good texter and doesn't see the flaw in his texting. He's oh not a gosh. good texter. I have the I have the receipts, and actually, that's you're. I've never been accused of being a bad texter because I'm such a consistent and good texter. I but anyway, we have an audio message. We do. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm so annoying probably at this point, but I just <laughs> want to say one thanks for having this, and two. I definitely think Britney will be free. Like, I don't have any doubt in my mind at this point. I 100% think this conservatorship is gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. And and first of all, Britney Spears Custom Dolls. Um, Troy and I are both fans and follow you on mm-hmm. Instagram. Um, so you're not being annoying at all. Yeah. <laughs> you are welcome to chime in. And we literally both gasped and like grabbed our pearls whenever you like <laughs> hopped so, in. I'm so excited that you're still here. Yeah, I I I mean I yeah, I definitely like blasted through my shirt with my nipples whenever I saw you. So thank you so much. <laughs> I'm unhinged tonight. I'm so sorry. You are. Y'all. You are. <laughs> no, you're right though. It's like at this point it's too glaring. It's too it would just be such a, a crazy, just like smack in the face of the judicial system, even though this already has been. But to like have Congress fucking say <laughs> something about it and then be like, mm, no, mm-mm, sorry, you guys, no. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, 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 these people know at this point that they wouldn't survive that, to be honest. If the right-wing extremists are jumping on the cause for clout, you know that, like, it's a big deal. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, no, I don't have any final thoughts. I think I've rambled enough. I feel like I dominated all of the conversation, and I am so sorry. But also, I'm not sorry, because I had a lot to say. I had a lot to say. You didn't, first of all, you didn't dominate the conversation. And also, if you did, you wouldn't have been sorry. And I know that. That's so true. Domination, the new Vegas residency. Um, (laughs) um well thank you guys for listening and staying the whole time this was like this i needed this thank you jesse yeah thank you troy um i only stereo when i'm with troy so um i hope to see you all again uh if you're a horror buff we are gonna do yeah. some some horror slasher movie chats soon but there was just too much britney of it all today yes we are gonna do a really fun horror thing we should do it this week yeah i mean obviously <laughs> <laughs> down to clown we could do it this weekend um oh wait we have oh, another audio message wait oh and it's from it's bitch from brooklyn yeah oh you guys are fucking cool let me know when you're back on have a great night guys it was fun oh, you'll know when we're back on because girl we're friends on here now so you will know and yeah. that's exciting yay well thank you guys for listening <laughs> it was so lovely hearing from y'all and y'all listening thanks so much all right bye jesse Thank you for listening to Dunzo. This podcast is a part of the Solid Listen Network. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. Also be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash solidlisten for exclusive content. 
You can follow me on Twitter at Troy McGee, and you can follow the podcast on all forms of social media at DunzoPod. That's D-U-N-Z-O. Thank you to executive producer Molly McAleer and coordinating producer Nicole Matthew. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.